because humans are not simple beings. We are complex, so we actually need complex systems for the most optimal results, I think, and to reach and affect the most amount of people. You're listening to Wild Creative, a podcast designed to inspire creative thought, enhance your artistic process, and excavate enriched understandings about art, culture, and yourself. I'm your host, Emma Kivetna, a creativity coach, artist, entrepreneur, and Sagittarius. I am joining you today from the traditional territories of the Mi'kmaq people in Nova Scotia, Canada. Without further ado, let's explore the wild creative. Hello, thank you for joining me today on Wild Creative. I'm really excited for you to hear this episode today because I do think it touches on quite a few big ideas that are behind why I'm doing this podcast. Before I get to that, though, I do have three big announcements for you. The first is that I've got new cover art coming for the podcast, which I'm so excited about. Um, I've just started working with a local artist here in Nova Scotia on some ideas for the cover art and how I how I want it to look and how I want it to feel. And I'm not sure how long it's going to take, but suffice to say that that is in the works. So you can expect to see new cover art at some point. The second announcement is that I finally launched a Patreon for the podcast. Well, actually it's under my name, but it includes the podcast because that's one of the things I make among other things. So I've just done a Patreon page for myself, but any support that I get through it will go directly at this point to supporting the podcast and the time I take to do it and to edit it and all that sort of thing. So if you're interested in supporting the podcast or checking that out at all, you can go to patreon.com slash emmakivetna. The link is in the show notes. I don't really have much of anything up on there right now because I just launched it today, but I will be adding to it over over the weeks and months. And if you do decide to support it, I am eternally grateful and thank you so much for making it more possible for me to do something I love doing. And the third announcement I have, I will actually save it for the end of this episode because it kind of ties into today's topic. So let's get into things. I wanted to talk a little bit about actually being creative because I've definitely met people who say that they aren't creative or that they don't know how to be or that they just aren't naturally gifted as a creative person. And personally, I just think that's not true. I think everyone is born totally capable of being creative. That doesn't mean artistic though. Those are two different things. Being artistic inherently means, of course, that you are creative. But being creative does not inherently mean that you are artistic and that you make art of of any sort, writing, painting, whatever it is. Some people are innately artistic. Others learn it over many years and through courses and stuff. And it's still possible to be artistic if you really, really wanted to. Of course you could. But when it comes to being creative and having creativity, I think that's in all of us from the moment we're born. I think we all have that ability to be creative and to exercise it. Because humans thrive on creativity. If you really think about it, every single thing that you know and love and consume are because someone at some point in history was creative enough to come up with them in the first place. So things like clothing, iPhones, movies, foods, you know, the art of cooking and baking, 
books, courses, and classes that you take, and music, cars, houses, even plumbing and electricity. But creativity can also be immaterial things like choosing to leave behind old mindsets, healing on your own terms, finding ways to manage depression and anxiety, changing your beliefs and thought patterns, facing and dealing with your shadow self, which is really just those parts of you that you may judge or deem unacceptable. Being creative can even be as simple as thinking for yourself, listening to your own intuition, not following the crowd or status quo. That's being creative. Being creative can also show up in the form of you taking a chance on yourself in your business or your personal life. There's just, there's so many ways to create and so many things to create. And I was saying to someone else the other week that the way I kind of see it is there's, there's only a handful of, of ways to fit in. There's only so many ways you can do one thing. There's only one correct way to do this or one best way to do that. At least that's what we're told. And these terms are usually deemed by society or media or corporations or patriarchy or consumerism and capitalism. There's all these things that would have you believe that there's only a handful of ways that you can fit in and you must do those things in order to fit in. But on the other side of that, that means then that there's so many ways to not fit in. There's so many ways to stand out. And wouldn't it be so much easier to just do those things because they're higher in number, relatively speaking, to the, the handful of ways that you're supposed to fit in versus the numerous ways that you, quote, supposedly don't fit in? Isn't it easier to just have more choice and more freedom about how to think, how to do something, how to live, how to create, what to create? It's easier to have limitless options than trying to conform to only a handful of options that somebody else has come up with. So if you are someone who has this story that you've told yourself and other people, you know, oh, I'm not that creative. I've always struggled with creativity. It's really difficult for me. I'm just not naturally a, a creative person and I'm too logical, I'm too sciencey, I'm too this or that. Just know that if you have that story, then that's a lie that you've been living. <laughs> you have been pretending that you aren't capable or you've been believing at the very least that you aren't capable of, of creativity and you're probably trying too hard to fit in. I think a, a good rule of thumb is that if you're ever trying to fit in, then you can pretty much bet that you're not being creative. Or at best, you're doing creativity in a lazy, like done-for-you kind of way. And, and that may be why you believe, or at least think that you don't have it in you to be creative or express yourself create, creatively or to live a wild creative life. I think that really being creative is it's really just about doing things in your own way, a way that hasn't been told or taught or instilled in you. And like I said, this can apply to anything. Art, writing, how you think, the way you dress, how you approach your health, how you solve your problems, like everything. And to me, being creative is the opposite of being compliant. Compliancy is the bane of creativity. Which kind of leads me into my next point, which is where there's a will, there's a way. This is probably my most favorite saying, and you'll probably hear me say it quite a lot on this podcast over over time because it's true I really do truly believe that if you have any ounce of will in you at all you can absolutely do the thing that you want to do it's possible the moment you decide the moment you have that will is the moment that you create a possible future where you have done the thing that you set out to do 
And I say possible future only because things can change. Sometimes we lose the will or we change our minds and don't want to do it anymore and that's fine. But consider the idea that the second you have that will, that that want and desire to do the thing or create or make something or go somewhere or say something, that the second you have that will, you have now created a trajectory into the future where that thing exists. That thing you wanted to make is real. That thing you wanted to say has been said. Now it's just a matter of bridging the gap between now and then. So where there's a will, there's a way. And I will say that probably to the day I die. Because if you really, really wanted it, you would do it. And if you're not exercising your creativity, if you're not learning about your creativity, if you're not figuring out how you operate as a creative person, like what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for your next life to do it? I think you get what I'm saying. It's either now or never. So again, I say where there's a will, there's a way. And now there may be some listeners out there who are thinking, okay, well, that's great and all, but you know, I just, I don't have the luxury of being creative. I don't have the time. So there's no point in having willpower or the dreams about anything I want to do. Well, first of all, I would say creativity isn't a luxury. It's, it's a necessity, both for our evolution as a whole and for our individual evolution in our own life. I'll bet that If you've ever had the experience where you've gone a certain amount of time being compliant and you're not really living, you're just kind of existing and you're not being creative or artistic and you're just working or you're looking after kids or family or whatever it is and everything's fine, everything's just fine, but it may be a bit stressful or boring, but on the whole, things are neutral and I'll bet deep down though, you actually feel quite unhappy And maybe you even start to get anxious that you're not achieving what you want to do. You're on the surface, you're you're content enough with how things are. Things really aren't that bad or horrible. They're they're mostly just fine. And you're doing what you're supposed to do in life. You're earning money and you're looking after your family and, you know, that's it. But you're also not really doing the things that you actually want to really do. And you probably start to get this feeling inside where you're like, am I really alive? Is this it? Is this my life? You may even start to kind of panic or get really sad or frustrated about it, maybe even short-tempered with people. But have you ever noticed that as soon as you do something creative, which is really just anything that's the opposite of compliancy, as soon as you move your body, go to the gym, finish writing that chapter, you write a poem, as soon as you draw, as soon as you start to work on your internal blocks and go to therapy or develop your intuition, you know, as soon as you start to play and explore... As soon as you finally finish watching that master class you've been wanting to watch, you feel good, right? You feel accomplished. You feel healthy and happier. You feel excited and purposeful. You just feel better when you're creative, when you're not being compliant. So when you look at it like that, would you still say that creativity is a luxury? I'm going to guess no. And no matter which way you really look at it, humans are innately creative. And if you don't feel creative, it could be because you've had maybe that creativity stomped out of you when you were younger or you've been told you aren't creative and you believed it or you've learned to be uncreative you've learned to be compliant it could also be though that you just aren't giving yourself permission to be creative because you think it's a luxury and that you don't deserve luxuries 
well, first of all, I don't think anyone really deserves anything. I don't really think anyone's entitled to anything, but I do think people can earn things like luxuries. And if you got the money to go to the spa because you worked for it, then why not? But creativity, as I said earlier, it's not a luxury. So it's not a matter of if you deserve it or not. It's just already there inside you and it's up to you to exercise it or not. So why is it that creativity and wild ways of being, why do these things get watered down or excluded or discouraged sometimes in society? And I think it's because we have systems that dictate a lot about how society is supposed to operate and how our culture is, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, depending on the system. There's definitely some systems that need to just die. But I don't think having systems in general is the issue. I think it's the fact that the systems are too simple. I really do think that one of our biggest downfalls in civilization is the way that we try to simplify people and simplify our systems. Because humans are not simple beings. We are complex. So we actually need complex systems and supports and opportunities for the most optimal results, I think, and to reach and affect the most amount of people. And by complex, I don't mean convoluted. I, I mean complex as in having intricate variation and, and different pathways and nuanced solutions, specialized resources and support systems. In short, we need creativity for those things to exist. The best example I can give of this is something I heard once while listening to a lecture by Wade Davis, who is a Canadian anthropologist. This was quite a while ago, so I cannot remember exactly what the details were, what the city was called, and I even tried to look it all up, but I could not find it. It's probably going to be one of those things I'll, I'll never find again unless I listen to the exact lecture again. But I do remember it mostly pretty well because it really stood out to me at the time. And so what happened was there was this city in South America, which again, I cannot remember for the life of me what the city was called. But basically this city, it did this experiment where they elected to have the city itself, like the citizens, vote on how to spend the city's budget for health resources and education and improvements around the city and that sort of thing, rather than have the city officials decide for them and ultimately, inevitably, get it mostly wrong and have people angry at what they decided. So the city residents actually got to figure out the budgets themselves. And so Wade Davis was talking about this and how dispersing a budget in a city is a complex thing. There's so many things that you could spend that money on. How do you decide where it goes and how much and when and, and all this stuff? So he was saying how they decided to have the, the citizens of the city figure this out. And it was complicated. It took a bit of time, but you know to figure out the logistics of it all. But they did do it and they figured it out. And as a result, the city, the, the people who actually live in the city and feel the effects of how the budget is spent... They were then thrilled with how the money was being spent because they actually got to see and experience firsthand the results of this intricately doled out budget. And it was really effective too. So that just stood out to me as this really amazing example of where these people acknowledged that they had a complex problem. And instead of trying to do the easiest, quickest route and cut corners, they decided to solve this complex problem with a complex solution. And then there was these amazing effective results that followed. So as I said, I think the problem is not that we have systems and institutions and structures in society. It's that I think the problem is that we, 
or the powers that be in society simplify them too much because it's easier or it's cheaper or keeps certain people in control or whatever the reason is, rather than recognizing that we are not simple beings and that we are complex both collectively and individually. So we require nuanced complex solutions to our nuanced complex problems. Which brings me to my third announcement, which is that... I have booked various podcast guests coming up for this show starting next week all the way up into May 2023. I have a new guest booked every single week. So there will be all sorts of people on here, both men and women and genderqueer people, sharing how they've leveraged creativity in all sorts of surprising, unique, and individual ways. So there will be a slew of inspiration and motivation coming your way with these talks, You may even find some people who offer something that you really need in your life right now. To give you a taste of some of the types of people you can expect to hear from, there will be authors, painters, singers, healers, entrepreneurs, coaches, photographers, psychics, tarot readers, holistic consultants, herbalists, fashion designers, parents, and they'll be talking about all sorts of things like empowerment, freedom lifestyles, spirituality, branding, transformation, confidence, money mindsets, medical astrology, being an introvert, trauma, PTSD, marketing, copywriting, like it's just all over the map. It's all sorts of things. And I'm really, really excited to talk to these people and for you to hear their insight and their take on things. I've already talked to a bunch of them already, just in brief meet and greets. And they're all so awesome and they all have something to say about creativity. So again, to tie this all back to the beginning, and how I was talking about how you might not believe you're creative or you don't have it in you or you've never been quite creative before. Well, you're going to be hearing from some very creative people coming up and you're going to see just how accessible creativity really is. So I can't wait for you to tune in and listen to those. Again, starting that will be starting next week. And I have guests, as I said, booked all the way up into May at this point. All right, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you're enjoying the podcast overall, please do rate and review. Don't forget to subscribe and follow and share. And as I mentioned, you can now also join my Patreon to show further support for the show if you feel so inclined. And if you do, I super, super appreciate it. And I would love to hear from you actually if you do so that I can thank you in person or at least in person through email. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas for future episodes, or if you want to be a guest on the podcast, you'll have to wait until at least May 2023, but I still would love to hear from you. (laughs) So you can email me at emmakivetna at gmail.com. Otherwise, until we meet again, stay wild, stay creative.